0: Psalm 42 tonight, and um, we're just going to look at this chapter, may even get into Psalm 43 a little bit because they're connected, Uh, but I want to, uh, I just, I was planning on going somewhere else today, and uh, the Lord just gave me something that I guess I needed and I really believe in the day in which we live, lots of people probably need this. And so, uh, I just want to be a help to you tonight. Uh, let's, let's read the entire chapter, Psalm 42. We'll read verses 1 through 11. You know what, let's, we'll, we'll read Psalm 42 and Psalm 43. And that, that way you have context of uh, where we're going tonight. So the psalmist writes, it says to the chief musician, uh, and he says in verse number 1, As the heart panteth after the water brooks, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. My soul thirsteth for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my meat day and night, While they continually say unto me, Where is thy God? When I remember these things, I pour out my soul in me. For I had gone with a multitude, I went with them to the house of God with a voice of joy and praise, with a multitude that kept holy day. Why art thou cast down, O my soul, and why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. <clears> o <throat> oh my God, my soul is cast down within me. Therefore will I remember thee from the land of Jordan and of the Hermonites from the hill miser. Deep calleth unto deep at the noise of thy waterspouts. All thy waves and thy billows are gone af- over me. Yet the Lord will command His lovingkindness in the daytime, and in the night His song shall be with me in my prayer unto the God of my life. I will say unto God, my rock, why hast thou forgotten me? Why go I mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? As with a sword in my bones, my enemies approach me. While they say daily unto me, where is thy God? Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him. Who is he? Who is the health of my countenance and my God? Psalm 43. Judge me, O God, and... Plead my cause against an ungodly nation. O oh, deliver me from the deceitful and unjust man. For thou art the God of my strength. Why dost thou cast me off? Why go I mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? O oh, send out thy light and thy truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me into thy holy hill and into thy tabernacles. Then will I go unto the altar of God, unto God my exceeding joy. Yea, upon the heart will I praise, O God, my God. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him who is the health of my countenance and my God. Have you ever gotten to a place? where it's, it can be spiritual, it can be emotional. Certainly, get, the mental part gets involved. But we get to a place where it's we just go dark. I, I mean, we're, we're not shouting, we're not, we, we're not praising the Lord. We're just at a place where we're at unrest inside. We're struggling. We know the answers. We know where the the answers lie. If anyone comes to us, we know what to tell them. But when we're there, we struggle. And that's what the psalmist is dealing with tonight. Let's have a word of prayer. We'll break these verses down. Father, tonight, bless us as we come together. Speak to our hearts, minister to our needs. Those needs may be spiritual. There could be people in here tonight that are struggling spiritually. It's not that they're not saved. It's not that they don't walk with you. They're just in a place where they're spiritually disheartened a little bit. Uh, Father, that begins to affect us emotionally and in our interaction with others. And it certainly takes its toll mentally as we fight these battles. Help us tonight to glean something from your word that will be a help to us. We pray in Jesus' Jesus name. Amen. Have you ever been really thirsty? Really thirsty? He starts out these verses in verse 1 and 2 of Psalm 42. As the heart panteth after the water brook, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. My soul thirsteth for God, for the living God, when I shall come and appear before God. I've been I've been in the hospital twice in my life, and both times was because I was really thirsty. The first time I was put in a, I had all the men in our church, and we were putting a new roof, a metal roof, on our church building. And uh, being a young man and the construction background, I said we can take care of this, you know. And it was a it was a hot May Saturday, and we were out there doing all of that work. I was been dealing with an inf- uh, a bacterial infection, and so my, my health was already kind of pulled down a little bit, and I was on medication for that, and I just opened that roof, and I'm just getting everybody going, we're making sure everything's right, and everything's square, and we work on that all day, and, uh, and I thought I drank plenty of water, but I didn't. I mean, I thought I drank a lot of water, but I didn't. And I got home that night and I started cramping. And I mean, I mean, my, 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 my hamstrings were cramping, my, my foot, my feet were cramping, my shins. Every part of me was cramping to the point that I was screaming and in severe agony. Garrett and Will, we didn't have the twins at the time. They were very young, so they would have been uh, less than three years old because Garrett was three when the twins were born. So they were about two and one at the time, and uh, I don't think Christy was even pregnant with the twins yet. And I, I just I was in I was in excruciating pain to the point that she called my dad to come up, and help me. I was just in terrible pain, and I could not. Didn't matter what we did, I could not get. I was I was thirsty, and no matter what I was trying to do, I just couldn't. I I just couldn't get enough fluid. And uh, at one point, my dad helped me get up, and I began to pass out, and it scared Christy out of her mind, because I lost all color, and I remember everything starting to go black, and I just screamed out, I just said, God help me, and I I collapsed, and they got me to a chair, I, I... I'll, I'll, say, I'll spare you all the details there. But they immediately called 911. Uh, the uh, paramedics came out, and uh, my blood pressure was out the roof. And they rushed me by ambulance to Huntsville Hospital and began to pump fluids through me. The second time, I was doing construction work. I'd been building a building. It was a hot summer day. I drank three gallons of water, and it still was not enough. It was just, just sweating it out. And I came home, and I started cramping, and I knew what that was like. I was, it was severe, and I told Christia, I so said, let's go. I said, I'm not going to get where I was last time. So they took me, and uh, they, they you know they did what they had to do and found out that there was a protein in my bloodstream that was causing my kidneys to shut down. And they admitted me to the hospital, and uh, they began, for the next two days, they just run in one, one thing of, one bag of fluid through me. And as soon as it was done, they was putting another one in me, just because I was thirsty. Well, all of us can be thirsty that we need some water. But if we're not careful, we get so thirsty that we just can't stand it anymore. And I'm talking spiritually right now. I'm telling you come Wednesday night it's just it's just 3 days removed since Sunday and we're thirsty right we need something come Sunday we're thirsty and sometimes if we're not careful we don't fuel that thirst we don't replenish ourselves spiritually and it begins To affect everything. Not just the the spiritual part. But he begins to affect the emotional part and the mental part. And he opens this psalm and he talks about being my soul is thirsting for God. As the heart, as the deer panteth after the water brooks. He has to have water. So panteth my soul after thee, O God. My soul thirsteth. For God, for the living God, when shall I come and appear before God? We can get ourselves to a place where we're so dry spiritually that I mean we, we're, we get critical and in desperate need of help. And that's where this, this, the writer of this psalm, that is where he is at this time. And so he says in verse 3, My tears have been my meat day and night. Speaking of his bread, his food, his sustenance. It's just his tears. He's overwhelmed emotionally. Because of the spiritual struggle, his enemies, day and night, while they continually saying to me, Where is thy God? There's a spiritual battle That begins to affect him emotionally and mentally. And he's he's weeping, he's he's crying day and night. They're asking him, where is is your God? And the truth is, at this particular time, if he really answers, he just says, I I don't know. I I wonder where he is myself. He's spiritually struggling. And then he says in verse 4, when I remember These things I pour out my soul in me. For I had gone with a multitude, I went with them to the house of God with a voice of joy and praise, with a multitude that kept holy day. And then he says in verse 5, he says, Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted in me? He asks the same questions in verse 11 of this chapter... ...and he offers the same in, cha- in verse 5 of chapter 43. Why, why, am my, why is my soul cast down? Why is there disquiet in me? There's, disquiet means that there is a, there's a roar. There, there is something going on. There is something churning inside of him... Where he cannot find peace, he cannot find rest. There's just something gnawing there. It's just screaming. And he cannot find rest. There's, there's just this agony going on inside of him. And he, and he asks, why? Why, soul, my soul, why art thou cast down? Why art thou disquieting me? Is, is God good? Yes, God is good. Is, is, is God there? Yes, God is there. He's got every reason, there's every reason for him not to be in this situation, yet he is in this situation. And he says in verse 5, hope thou in God. That's his answer. For I shall yet praise him. For the help of his countenance. I shall praise him. Then he goes in verse 6. Oh my God, my, my soul is cast down within me. Therefore will I remember thee. From the land of Jordan and of the Hermonites. From the hill Miser. Deep calleth unto deep at the noise of thy water spouts. All thy waves and thy billows are gone over me, he's in too deep. It's it's over his head. Um, I'm not the I can swim, but I'm not the greatest swimmer in the world, you know. Uh, one time we were at the beach, and uh, and this kid got on one of those um, one of those one of those boards you stand up on. I don't remember what you call it. One of those big surfboards that you paddle and it was a young young kid and and he couldn't paddle very well and what he was doing is he he just kept paddling himself in a circle and uh and he was it was a calm day but he was trying to get back to the shore and the more he paddled the farther out he went and he began to yell to his parents for help and christy and i are watching this and this kid just keeps going farther and farther away and his, his brother, who's probably 13, 14 years old, starts going out there and starts swimming out to him. The whole time, this kid's paddling, panicking, and he's going farther and farther away. I mean, he is getting out in the deep. And I start panicking because I'm thinking his brother is going to drown before he gets there. And I'm thinking, I'm not a good enough swimmer. I can't help him. I, I couldn't help him by the time he got out there. And finally, his dad screamed at him, just stop paddling. And he stopped. And as the, the, his brother got tired, his brother stopped and waited for a little while, and then he swam on, and he made it to him and just kicked them back to shore. I'm telling you what. I mean, there was unrest in my soul. I, I thought... You know what I was thinking, Michael? I was thinking... What idiot grabs their phone at a time like this and starts filming a tragedy? Right? I'm thinking, I, I don't even want to be here right now. This is serious. Well, there was a year where we took the kids to college days, and uh, we and the, before we came back, we went to the beach, and we were having a good time. And uh, the girls are in one section, the guys are in one section. They're swimming. And, uh, I mean, the water was perfect. It was April. The water was perfect. Had good waves. I mean, it was perfect. And about that time, Bailey Winters screamed. And she's paddling as hard as she can, and she she can't get anywhere. Well, my wife's a pretty good swimmer, so Christy immediately goes to her. And she's trying to help her, and she realized real quick she can't help her. And so there's more screams. And so I get the guys together and the guys, we realize the situation, the guys kind of made a chain and I, I went out there to them and they made a chain and they grabbed a hold of Bailey and they pulled her back in and I, I grabbed Christy and I'm trying to swim sideways, right? I got her and I'm trying to help her and we're not going anywhere. And I, I went down to see if I could touch the bottom and the, and the bottom, we weren't even that deep. The bottom was there and now all of a sudden it's gone. It got washed out. I panicked. I did. The water was over my head. And in that moment, I thought of my kids, and I thought, I'm about to die. But I said, not her. And so I went down to where I could touch bottom, and I got under her, and I shoved her as hard as I could toward the guys. And it got her out of that. And they pulled her to safety, and, and then somehow I was able to get out of it. I got out of it. Obviously, I got out of it, right? <laughs> Obviously. No drama there. I, it's really the only time in my life I thought, I'm not going to make this. I'm not a good swimmer, and it was the water was over my head. And I I recognized the situation we were in. And uh yeah, I never took the kids back to the ocean. I never did do that. That that scared me bad. He's there. It's over his head. Thy waves and thy billows are gone over me. Yet the Lord Verse 8, the Lord will command his kindness in the daytime, and in the night his song shall be with me, and my prayer unto the God of my life. I will say unto God, my rock, why hast thou forgotten me? Why go I mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? Why, why do I do that? Why? Why hast thou forgotten? Well, God hadn't forgotten us. Why go I mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? I don't know why. I just know that I'm tempted to do it. We just sang the song of how, how we're prone to leave the God I love. We just sang the song. We there There is no logical reason for us to get there because... God is in control. Every, I, I, I believe that. I believe that God loves me. You ask me any time. I believe that God loves me. But there's, there are moments where I feel like I am drowning, and I am struggling, and I cannot get through it. I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I believe that I'm not the only one who ever gets there. I'm over my head. And there are people who are saying, where is your God? And I'm like, I know he's there, but I don't know right now. I don't know. He says in verse 10, as with a sword in my bones, my enemies reproach me while they say daily unto me. Where is thy God? He said in verse 3 that they continually say unto me, Where is thy God? People are always watching. People, people want to see if you're the real deal. People want to see exactly what your faith is. And he says in verse 11, Why why art thou cast down on my soul? And why art thou disquieted within me? Why? It doesn't make sense. But it's real. It's real. He goes on, Psalm 43, he says, Judge me, O God, and plead my cause against an ungodly nation. Deliver me from the deceitful and unjust man. For thou art the God of my strength. Why dost thou cast me off? Why go I mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? He says, he says in that verse, you're the God of my strength. And I, I, don't, I don't know why I'm mourning and why I feel like you cast me off. He, verse 3, oh, send out thy light and thy truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me into thy holy hill and thy tabernacles. Then will I go unto the altar of God, unto God my exceeding joy. Yea, upon the heart will I praise thee, O God, my God. Why art thou cast down on my soul? And why art thou disquieted within me? Let's take this tonight. Let's look at what he says. In all three times when he mentions the same phrase in verse 5, Verse 11 and verse 5 of Psalm 43. He always goes back to hope thou in God. Amen? That's where our hope lies. Trust Him. Just just trust Him. Even when it's in the darkness, in the, in the night. I mean, He mentions... Um, He mentions verse 8, maybe I skipped this a minute ago. He says, yet the Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime... ...and in the night his song shall be with me and my prayer unto the God of my life. The Lord is still there. Even when we feel like we're in darkness, the light is still there. Okay? Even when we are churning inside and we feel hopeless and we feel alone, and we feel that God is not there, and God is not listening, and the enemy is attacking, and we're struggling, I'm telling you, God is still there. He is still our strength. He is still our refuge. He is still our hope, okay? So don't lose that. Don't lose sight of that. He's still our hope. He is our hope when we're on the mountaintop, and we're praising him, and we're saying, man, that was only God, right? Right? Well, it's only God when we're in the valley and, and, we're, and, we're, and we can't see the sun because of the mountains that are encompassing us and we're struggling. He's still there. He's still our hope. And then he says, for I shall yet praise him. Well, I learned something. All right? Just, just start praising God in the midst of that. All right? Just, just stop focusing on the struggle and the negative and the hurt and the turmoil. Stop focusing on that. Maybe get you out a pen and a piece of paper and just start writing down all the ways that God is good to you, right? Find reasons to praise the Lord. Find reasons that, that, that maybe you've, you've seen the victory in the past. Because, because, Mike, sometimes God is going to let us get there. Why does God let us get there he, if he loves us? It's just refining us, right? It's just, it's just it, to me, it's just a reminder of who I am without God, right? I mean, my, my life verse has become Joshua 1, 9. Have not I commanded thee, be strong and of a good courage. I don't need courage if I'm always winning, right? Be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. Sometimes God reminds me, I believe, of who I am without him. And that is a time for me, as quick as I can, to start paddling back to him. Right? He is is my trust. He He is worthy of my praise. He is my salvation. Who is the health of my countenance. He says in verse uh, 5 of of Psalm 42, he says, for the help of his countenance. It's the same word, and it means he is our salvation. He is my salvation, all right? He is my God. There is no hope without him. There is nothing. So imagine, imagine all the people, Savannah, who deal with that, and they don't have God to turn to. They have no hope to turn to. And so they're reaching for, I, I, I guess they go for drugs. that They go for something, reaching, just let me get out of this for just a little bit. Let me escape this for just a little bit. My escape is in God, right? It's in my relationship with the Lord. And so he says, praise him. And then in Psalm 43, he says, Send out thy light and thy truth. Let them lead me. Don't, in the midst of your personal struggle, don't get out of the word of God. All right? Jesus is the light. He is the truth. So is the word of God. Let them lead us. Let them bring me unto thy holy hill. And tell thy tabernacles. Then I will go unto the altar of God. Unto God my exceeding joy. Yea, upon the heart will I praise thee, O God my God. So when we're struggling. When we're going through those deep dark valleys. You may call them depression. You may call them discouragement. You may call it anxiety. you, You call it whatever you want to call it. But it's a real thing that people deal with. Don't. It doesn't mean that God doesn't love you. God loves you, Sean. No matter what you've been through, God loves you, right? No matter the sin of our past, God still loves us. He still wants to bring us to him. The quicker we realize, at any moment, our soul can feel cast down. We can feel that God is not there. We can The enemy is attacking. And we can go to that place where we just think, what's the use? I'm going to tell you something. It's great use. All right? It's the best place you could be. God's the best God you can ever think of. He is the only God. So go to Him. Run to Him. Get in the Word of God. Start praising the Lord. Stop Stop counting your struggles and start counting your blessings. Focus on the goodness of God. Praise the Lord. Start giving thanks. Amen? I don't know, that helped me today. I hope it'll help you. And I hope nobody's there tonight, but I bet you somebody is. If you're not there, praise the Lord, your time will come. Amen? It will come. So let's break up men with men, women with women tonight. Let's pray in small groups.